Hello, hello. We are here for another episode of Down and Dirty with Denise, where we get into the nitty gritty of everything, especially dating, relationships, and even some sex. So I have a very, very, very special gentleman who is literally all over this city of New York that we live in. Please introduce yourself. Hey, what's up? My name is Tori Huggins. I'm a stand-up comic in New York, man. By way of Virginia, how y'all, how y'all, how you feeling, man? <laughs> how are you feeling? So my first question that I start with is what's your relationship status? I'm assuming you're single and out there dating and meeting people, but is there something else? Is there a different status that I should know about? Uh, I'm, I'm single for the most part. What does that mean? What does for the most part mean, sir? I mean, you know, I got a I got a real tight relationship with comedy, so Oh, fine. That's your that's your leading lady. <laughs> comedy is your leading lady and you have no time for the other ladies. Yeah, it's 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 tough, man. Right now it's like uh Yeah. <laughs> right now I'm just like so I got rid of my dating apps. I got rid of Hinge and Tinder. Wow. And yeah, I was like, yeah, let me get rid of them. If you're ever on a date and someone's like, yeah, I got to go home and check on my cat. It's a bad date. Yeah, my two friends that are listening to this are going to be like, no, I need to check on my cat. But most people don't. <laughs> but it's funny you say that. First of all, my sister got... Um, a dog, uh, like a COVID dog, uh, a rescue. They've had her probably for at least six months. I was with her yesterday. She still barks. She has, you know, PTSD. She was abandoned. And I think her babies were stolen because she oh, had wow. lots of nips dragging on the floor. She had some nipples out. And the rescue said that she didn't give birth, but her nipples were dragging on the floor. This doggy <laughs> is a mother. And and her babies were stolen. Maybe I should make a bit out of this. Those nips were on the floor. They're still there. They've receded. And I rub her nips. It's weird. <laughs> hey, um, look, man. Ladies got to stick together, man. Yeah. So definitely we know she was abandoned in a house in Texas. Oh, wow. Um, and they like moved and just left her there with nothing. Um, and then we believe she also had her baby stolen. So she has a lot of separation anxiety from my sister. So, and the kids, like my sister has three kids and they're away at camp. And now this doggy is just <laughs> Um, She's a beautiful Cocker Spaniel. But um, I did also date a guy um, on previous podcasts, I've, I've, I've referred to him as like the crumbler, uh, which James <laughs> Macho said he was the crumbler. Because <laughs> he crumbles at anything. He's like, here's the thing. This is not <laughs> downright. And I don't care. But I'm really <laughs> tired of men that act like pussy ass bitches. <laughs> I yeah. can take care of shit. So that was him. So he had a dog um when we first met and so our first date he was like the whole time he's <laughs> like I feel like I'm out late I, I gotta get home to my dog I gotta get home to my dog and then we had another round and another round and another round and I and he kept on saying it. I was like do you need to get home to your dog like please 
like, <laughs> like leave, like go home to your dog. Like we were out on the Upper West Side and he lives in Astoria. So I was like, go mm. home to your dog. Um, and you know what he did? I guess, I guess this is why my sister still brings him up because he liked me this much and like wanted to be with me. He gave his dog to his parents like indefinitely. Oh so my God. For the, we only dated for a few months and the dog, I never met the dog because he, the dog didn't live with him anymore. He gave his <laughs> dog to his parents so that he could date me. Yo, the, you have got to be extremely flattered. He let go of a dog. A dog. That's man's best friend. <laughs> yeah. I can't even, I don't even want to say the dog's name because like that could give him away. Not to anybody that's listening, but like if he ever happened to come across this, he would know that I'm talking, he would already know that I'm talking about him because he knows that he gave his dog to his parents. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's too bad that he couldn't do anything else. Like, oh my god yeah see and that's another thing too because like um i work overnights and like it's like super hard to date mm. so I, I i realize that uh you know when you date somebody you're only dating them to see what you don't like oh okay yeah like i found yeah. out i can't date a woman who has grandparents that are still alive. <laughs> like that. Wait, wait, because I always say, like when someone like in their, as in a real live adult, is like crying hysterically that their grandparent passed. Now I know that those relationships could be super special. Like I had super special relationships. My grandparents passed away years ago already. And I'm just like, how do you even still have a grandparent? Like, how? <laughs> I'm like, how sad am I going to be that your 99-year-old grandmother has gone? She lived Yeah. There. And you got to not get laid for those six months that they're grieving? No. <laughs> Sorry. Can't do it. Not happening. <laughs> is, that, is that the rule? Six months grieving, no sex? Yeah. Because, like, you can't. It's different. Like, guys, we, we internalize it differently. Like, we can kind of get over it sooner. The only problem is with guys, it comes out at the most unopportune times. A hundred percent. Like it could be, you could be like, oh, I want to catch this movie. This movie just came out. And halfway through the movie, he's just like, I fucking hate my mom. I hate her. She, every time, just like, what does that have to do with your mom at all? Yeah. <laughs> but yes, it's, that's, it's, that's the thing. Uh, yeah, there's just like certain, I remember when I moved to New York, because I moved to New York in uh, October 2019. Okay. And I met this girl that uh, I was living with, and she was probably the worst relationship I've ever been in. Mm -hmm. Awful. 25, uh, she's from New Mexico. Hmm. The, the, the problem is, she's from New Mexico, and she's 100% white, but she would lie all the time. A la like, Hilaria Baldwin? <laughs> she's from Spain? Like, what would she do? She said uh, in New Mexico, she was voted uh, Miss New Mexico. Okay. So she was a beauty pageant lady? 
Uh, from what she said, yes, but I'm thinking like, okay, if you're 100% white, why would New Mexico vote you Miss New Mexico? Fair statement. You know, it was, you know and I looked yeah. it up and it wasn't the case. She was lying about that. Okay. She said that, uh, what did she say? She said she used to work at a GameStop in New Mexico and she used to get robbed at gunpoint every day. Now, I used to watch cops. I grew up watching cops. I get it. New Mexico can be dangerous. Yes. But also, who's robbing a GameStop? Every single day. <laughs> also, why are you working to a period there? Why would you do that to yourself? Yeah. Is someone going to rob you at gunpoint to get store credit? Come on, man. That's true. That that's a good point. You know, Breaking Bad was New Mexico, so there's a lot yes. of meth there. I would think. That is true. That is very true. It's like, come on, video games. These people don't even have teeth. Why do they, they want games? No, they don't have teeth, and they're picking at their faces. They can't worry about playing a video yeah. game. It's ridiculous. It's it's totally. What's the what's the largest gap that you like age gap that you dated somebody or mess with somebody oh this is a good question so currently i am hanging i'm dating in general there is one person that i'm talking to and going out with a lot he's much younger than me he's gonna listen to this podcast i bet (laughs) i just turned 38 I'm really, I know. Thank you. Everybody does that for me. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. I mean, I follow you on IG. I'm like, yo, she's definitely got to be like 26, maybe 27. I know. Thank you. I try. I try. No, it's (laughs) great. It's great. Like we have great genetics in my family. Like I can't figure out what makes us look young because I did just recently during COVID start getting Botox for the first time. Really? And that's not, yeah, that's not what makes me look young because now I have bangs. So like you can't even see <laughs> Botox. I only get Botox on the, on the forehead and, and <laughs> I don't want my eyebrows to move, but, <laughs> but I don't have anything else. So I, I, I was like, so I don't know if it's like a wrinkle that I can't figure out like what it is, but we look really young in my family. Um, I don't know. There but, might be a little bit of African-American in there. Maybe I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, I mean, I'm like the palest, whitest Jew redhead there is. And I was born a natural redhead, but now it's fake. Um, (laughs) But I'll tell you the, the largest age gap. My mother didn't sleep at night when this was occurring. I was 26 and like in love with, not in love, in love, but like obsessed with a 44 year old man. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was, he, and I, I, I run into him from time to time. <laughs> He's so old now. Yeah, He's an old man now. He's such do you a- run in, Do you run into him in, do you run into him at like Central Park while he's playing chess? No, but that would make sense. That would be good. No, he still thinks he's young, but like he's not. <laughs> like stuff. It's like, dude, you're you're fucking old man DJing. Like nobody. <laughs> oh, not a. Oh my god, DJs. 
moving to New York, like I realized how much people hate DJs. Well, he's not even that kind of DJ, but I know you're talking about. He just DJs at bars. But yeah, like you're talking about like a real <laughs> DJ at a real club. Yeah, like I remember I bought this shirt from uh, Old Navy and it had like this uh, this turntable, but it was like neon. It's a black shirt with neon turntable on it. And I had my backpack on and I had my laptop in my hand because I was just using it. And everyone kept asking me if I was a DJ. I was like, why the fuck? Are people asked when I looked at my shirt, I was like, I'm not wearing this. I went and bought another shirt. <laughs> you couldn't Fuck even that. bear one more minute. <laughs> Wait, but, so, so how old are you? And, uh-huh. and what's your largest age gap? Like, was 25 young for you, this lady that lied about New Mexico? Yeah, she was young, but my biggest age gap of someone I've messed with, I was 20... 526 and she was 79. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop. I don't even know how to, like I am having a visceral reaction. She was 79? Get the hell out of here. <laughs> so I went to I went to trade school for massage therapy. Ooh, okay. And uh, I had worked at this massage place for like six years. And the first lady I worked on, she's 79 years old. And after the massage, she's like, that was great. Do you do any work outside of this place? Oh, my God. So I was telling, I was like, you know, I'm a young guy at the time. This is my first time to make money outside the place I make money. And I give her my number and she's like, I was like, yeah, just, you know, text me. Let me know when you want a massage, whatever. This is my cell phone. This lady, she texts me that same week. And she's like, I have a room at the Hyatt. And I think you should come over. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was. (laughs) So I'm like tripping out about it because I didn't think she'd actually do it. I was talking to my roommate and I was telling him, I was like, yo, this is my first time I make money outside the place I make money. Got a massage lady, she's 79 years old. And this idiot tells me, he was like, young Jeezy said. <laughs> well, now, yeah. now we have to listen. Young Jeezy said, we have to listen. Okay, keep going. He said, young Jeezy said, scared money, don't make no money. <laughs> okay. Which I knew exactly what song he was talking about, but the next line is, if I don't make no money, I'm going to take your money. Okay. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm not going to rob a 79-year-old lady. No. That's, that's all I got to do is just trip her. That's it. Oh, God. So it was so, I was telling him, I was like, okay, cool. And the lady, she had messaged me, but she set up the appointment time for 2 o'clock in the morning what yeah exactly i can't even stay up till 2 (laughs) a.m i want to know what she was taking so i go to this hotel and um there was these guys at the front desk and i worked in hotels before and like usually someone will say something to you they're like hey how you doing did Mm -hmm. you enjoy your evening anything like that but these two young kids they didn't say anything to me but in their eyes, it was just like, yo, you're about to bang that old lady upstairs. I oh felt it. So I go up there 
and she opens the door and she's just like, oh, I can't believe you actually came here. Now, this particular lady, I say 79 and she was, but she she was like a 79 year old that like got most of the divorce settlement money. Got it. Got it. She had so like, way more Botox than me. Yeah. <laughs> got it. Like fake titties, yeah. like the whole shebang. Mm-hmm. She had the varicose veins popping. Oh, um, it was almost as if her varicose veins were holding her titties up. <laughs> Such like a-, a weird <laughs> image. So she had blue veins on her fake breast implants. Yes, <laughs> but like a topographical map. That's what it looked like. Oh my! Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. I, I'm loving this story. So she sits me down, and I'm like standing. Around. It's a nice room. I've never been in that type of hotel before. It's a nice room. She had like hors d'oeuvres that she made. Okay. And I she had like a twenty. 20- no, I wish. It was like, it was like triscuits with raw meat on it. Oh God. <laughs> One of my friends was like, that's prosciutto. I was like, I don't care what it is. Yes, it's, it's she tried <laughs> to make a charcuterie tray for you. <laughs> so What's up, man? So we're sitting there, and she has a 24 pack of yingling. She's like, I can order you a pizza if you want. And I was just like, all right, cool. Set up massage table, put the sheet up there, the bolster, the pillow. I set it up perfectly. Okay, I was wait, telling her. I have a question before you finish. Did you already discuss a payment with her, how much you were going to charge her? I did not. Okay, keep going. Be- because that being my first time, I was like, I don't know what's going to happen. Okay, got it, got it. So sit down and uh, set the table up. And she was like, hey, before we start the massage, do you want to watch a movie? She's like a bad <laughs> 17-year-old. She's like a 17-year-old awkward high school nerd. I can't even imagine doing that. I'm, I'm also so weird. Like, I don't know how to flirt. Like, I like, I just am myself. Like, I don't know how to do that. And it's, I get guys my whole life, so it's fine. I just, you know, at 38, unfortunately, I didn't find the one to give me a baby yet. But like, <laughs> but like, I don't, so I don't know how these people do that. I would feel so awkward. So, but the thing is, what, what I found is like a lot of women, it, y'all make it harder than it needs to be because- mm-hmm automatically women have something that men want yes. whether it's like the default vagina they got a mm-hmm. pussy i want it they're mm-hmm. pretty they're a trophy mm-hmm. so you have so much control you can literally do whatever you want to do i agree with that because my move back in the day in college was i just get kind of drunk and I'd be like hi i literally yeah, hi it never failed that's all you have to oh my god that's all you have to do so she's flicking through the direct tv channels she's going through like action movies comedy drama horror and then she gets to the adult movies and she goes i've never watched one of these in my entire life what exactly i don't know who this lady was fooling when i was a kid i used to record porn on vhs and put like fern gully on it so I wouldn't get caught. I like that. 
like mom don't watch a bug's life it's nasty (laughs) (laughs) but i will say women um have not always been open about watching porn for sure like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, but i don't mm -hmm. believe her that she's never watched it i just don't think that women still are they're not open about it and i don't know why so she's flicking through it she finds something she's playing it so i was telling her okay i'm gonna go inside the bathroom and you can get disrobed to your comfort, very professional, disrobed to your comfort level. Okay. Get in between the sheet, face up, blah, 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 whatever. I walk out of the bathroom and this lady is not on the massage table. Got it. And I'm like, oh shit, this is a big room. And I look around the corner she's in completely naked, laying on the bed. Mm-hmm. And this lady was... I know I like, okay, a lot of my friends, they'll say like, oh, I'm so pale. I'm this pale. This lady was transparent. <laughs> was she paler than me? Way paler than you. Okay, got it. She was like, she was the same color color of a hypoallergenic pillow. <laughs> That's like, it was just, and then I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, well, I've been in this situation before, different age difference, but I've been here before. Oh, okay. And I pull a condom out of my pocket mm, and I put it on and I'm walking over to this lady. <laughs> and as soon as I get arm's length, she like grabs my, my dick. She grabs it. Oh my God. And she peels the condom off. She's got nothing to lose. You can't get pregnant. I have a joke where I'm like, I want to live it up, you know, in, in Century Village Boca when I'm older. No consequence. <laughs> she peels it off and she flicks it. So weird. <laughs> and she's like, you don't need this anymore. And I'm just like, oh shit, like, in my mind, I'm like, I can't fuck this lady without a condom. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's inside that time capsule. This is true. It's probably Applebee's menu. (laughs) (laughs) And she flipped, so I detach from her, and I'm completely naked on all fours looking for this condom. Oh my god. And I look for it. I find it's behind the nightstand. And I I pick it up and I put it back on. That's and I get on. <laughs> I put it on and I get on top of this lady and we we had sex, man. It was uh it was the equivalent. If you ever watch like the National Geographic and like <laughs> It's like an old lion being like cast out oh, that's by so a awful. younger lion. <laughs> it's bad. It's so, bad. Uh, I mean, you know, it's, I, you know, when you're in massage, your teachers will tell you, they were like, hey, this is going to be the most money you make in like a little bit of time. Okay. And uh, yeah, man. Like she gave me 80 bucks and I never made like that much money in like five minutes, man. Okay. So you answered <laughs> one of my follow-up <laughs> questions. Was there 
a payment, a tra- a, a, an exchange of, of money. So she paid you 80 bucks. I feel like, I guess for five minutes. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was definitely experience that. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. Um, my, I have two follow-up questions. Okay. The uh, first one is, was this a one-time thing or did you, you see her again. And then my second one is if she had wanted just a happy ending, like at the massage that you first gave her that first time, how does a woman ask for it? Like how do happy endings work in massage? You know what? I think if it, it, happy endings in massage work in you being a hundred percent nonverbal. You have to make a gesture. That's what I thought. I thought you have you to just make a. I I thought you just lift your hips in the air or something. <laughs> you That's know what? what? You know what's funny? The funny thing about what you just said, lift your hips. So, uh, while working at this place, it now this particular massage place is like a well-known place. Okay. And uh. I'm not going to name drop, but it's a well. Okay, <laughs> it's don't name drop. All of, it's all over the United States. Got it. And um, it was one day I was working and it was this guy who was a regular and he looked exactly like Kid Cudi. Okay. But he was also a professor for a community college that was nearby. Okay. And he would repeatedly book me like all the time. He would book me all the time and pay, tip me amazingly it was fucking amazing and one sunday comes in doing the, he booked that 90 minute massage mm. i leave the room so he can get this robe come back into the room and there's an ottoman in there but his clothes that he left on the ottoman were oddly placed hmm. okay like the like his shirt pants socks were under his boxer briefs that were on top, but the crotch area of the boxer briefs were like raised. I see what you're saying. <laughs> so I was like, that's weird. I massaged a lot of people in my life, but they never do that. Got it. Okay. The underwear is like usually hidden or on the person yes yeah i i don't get completely naked with a massage exactly and you shouldn't yeah exactly yeah so this dude i'm massaging him and like i'm massaging his wrist and i know that there's a muscle in your wrist that if you're massaging it it closes the palm okay but as i'm doing it he's like rubbing my arm at the same time oh no that's not okay. Yeah, but I'm like, okay, well, maybe this is just the technique I'm using. Okay. So there's 15 minutes left in the massage. He's face down. I'm working on his hamstring. And then he like jerks a little bit. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Was that too much pressure? And he was like, no, 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 no. It's totally fine. Keep going. So I do the motion again, but lighter. And he turns and pulls his hard dick out oh my god and looks at me like hey this is for you 
immediately walk out of the room. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. The, and the, the worst part about it is whenever I work at a job, I'm like totally, I'm a joke, jokester. Like I joke around way too much. Right. Right. So I go to my manager and I walk in there. I'm like, yo, this nigga just showed me his dick. And she's crying laughing. I'm sure she's crying laughing. I would cry laughing. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. He, he pulled his dick out for me on Sunday. And she's like, all right, this is what I want you to do. Go to the room and tell him to massage. I was like, I'm not going to that room at all. No, you like, never I want like... to see him again. You feel violated on some level because you yeah. are not. It's unprofessional. Yeah. I didn't wake up in the morning like, you know what? There's a black dick that's going to be seen by me later on tonight. <laughs> and it's not going to be mine. <laughs> you tell this story on stage. Uh, no, I haven't. Okay. I haven't said that yet. I'm still like, it was. I called one of my best friends after that. And he was like, he was laughing. He was like, dude, I could tell that really affected you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's. I've had probably some of the worst sexual experience. A friend of mine, right, comic. Okay. He uh. He makes he has a bit about how he takes like uh, Cialis and like Viagra. Mm, okay, got it. So I am familiar, I was, not for myself. I, <laughs> I was uh, dating this this woman at times, Irish chick, you know, real chill uh, from Westchester, and she. We got to a point where we were like, you know, having sex, and the day before. My friend had told me that he had Viagra. Mm, okay. So with this particular woman, we would have sex, but there would be some times where I couldn't get it up. Uh, the first time or to go again? To the, so we had sex the first time, and then the next time we hung out, I couldn't get it up. Okay, okay. So the first time like, in that next meeting. Okay, it happens, it happens. Yeah. And I was just like trying to figure out like, was it psychological? Like, yeah, is it because she has big boobs and no ass? And maybe I'm an ass guy and I don't know. <laughs> okay, fair. Like when I say no ass, I'm talking about- A pancake. Was, man, it was like a concave. It was like, you know, when you go to a pizza place and the pepperonis are like little cups? Yes. <laughs> pepperoni butt <laughs> so <laughs> I love that what was bad about it is we would always start where like I'm on top but then two minutes in she'd be like she'd be like can you do me from the back mm. now the as a position for <laughs> <laughs> like for her amazing for me it's like going to a museum. It's like, <laughs> I can't believe I paid for this. <laughs> this, is, this is amazing. So I met up with my friend earlier. He gives me, he's like, yo, how many do you want? And like, I've never tried them before. And I was like, I'll, I guess two, maybe. 
Okay. He's like, okay, cool. He gave me two. Go over her house, and I knew that we were going to have sex right before we were going to have sex. And I take one of them. Okay. And I had the other one in my hand, and I'm like, ah, why not, right? Oh, no. I took the second one, and <laughs> I feel like when we had sex, it was like, it was getting to where the pills were supposed to take it. Okay. But I didn't, I was under the assumption that they were fast acting like Alka-Seltzer. Okay. <laughs> no, it's like Tylenol. You need 30 minutes. So, <laughs> I'm in my head. I'm like, okay, well, maybe my dick's just too good for my ass. <laughs> So we have sex. It's not great. I like go down on her for like longer than I. It's oh my god, great! You're you're a man of the people. Oh yeah, for doing a service to women for a long time. Let me tell you something. If it wasn't for my ex that I was with before I came here, Mm -hmm. I would have been. I thought I was good before that person. After that person, I was like. Okay. It got to a point where I would be with a woman. They'd be like, someone must have told you how to do this. <laughs> You're like really good. <laughs> I know. Sometimes it's like, what are you doing down there? But like, that's, that's a deal breaker for me. Like, I need that. Like, I, yeah. I can't have that as not part of what we're doing. Not every single time, but like I, I dated a guy in my twenties who refused to do it. Um, but he does it now because we text from time to time. I asked him, I was like, sometimes I sit alone at night and wonder, do you go down on women finally? (laughs) Do you, do you take Spanish Duolingo, because that will teach you how to roll those R's, man. Oh, that's a good roll one. those R's, yo. <laughs> so this lady, so we have sex. It wasn't all that great, but the I was, I was probably the hardest I ever been leaving her house. Oh, you should have went again. I know, but like the shit thing, it took like 45 minutes to kick. I was like, is this shit gonna work? And then like after we had sex, and I was like, all right, I'll see ya. And then like as I'm getting on the train, my dick's just like throbbing. I'm like, what the fuck? Okay, I should have went back. Did you ride the subway the whole way like that? Oh yeah, it was awful. I don't jeans, denim <laughs> jeans. It was just not good, yo. Okay, so I have another question though. Like, do you, is that your standard move 45 minutes and then see you later? Like, or it's because you you were just hooking up and it wasn't, like you weren't dating this person. No, we weren't like dating. We was like hooking up, but I'm gonna be totally honest. Like when I have sex, I'm like, I know most guys can attest to this. Like you kind of want to like get out of there. <laughs> and it's, <laughs> it's, it's not necessarily because of the person. It's just once a guy comes, everything leading up to that is like gone. Right. Okay. It's like uh it's like clocking out at work. So bad. 
It's like, as soon as I clock out, I am free. Like, this is... But I, I will say that communication is entirely important. You got to communicate with people. You got to communicate that if it's just casual. Like, I can't do casual anymore. Like, I never... Yeah. I, I joke. I joke about it. I make a lot... Like, my new thing the past few weeks was like... I just want someone to go down on me for 20 minutes. Just 20 oh, minutes. Oh, yeah. Like, that's perfect. That's a perfect amount of time. It's a little long, but it'd be nice. Um, yeah. But uh, I, at this point in my life, I'm all talk when it comes, like, there is no casual that can exist. <laughs> I, I could talk a good game. Like, I went to, I don't know if you've been to Fire Island since you've, you've been here. Um, so since you moved up to New York, so Fire Island, there is like the gay part, the cherry pines or whatever. And then there's like the frat party part, which has some families and stuff, Ocean Beach. So like we went there a couple weekends ago and I was like, okay, who, who can I find to go down on me for 20 minutes? <laughs> but I'm a fucking liar. Like I can talk a good game. I actually did proposition someone that night. I know him. Ooh. And I went up to him and I was like, did you come with that girl? Like he was, he, it, it felt like he came with this other girl that I know. Like I, I've known a lot of these people for a long time. Um, and I was like, did you come here with her? And I just like, this sounds awful. Cause like <laughs> body positivity, every woman's beautiful in her own way. Okay. No, not this girl. Like she, <laughs> she always looks like she's coming from a walk of shame like oh my was, god you know, her eyeliner is always like super smudged she always looks like she hasn't really showered or brushed her teeth like very and 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 she shows her body off in a way like again body positivity but like your boobs are these flappy weird things and like you really don't <laughs> need a bra like it's weird so i was like did you come here with her and he's like I was so shocked. I was like, are you here with her for this weekend? And he's like, well, I mean, kind of like we're not together. Like we have hooked up before. And I was like, what? And then I was like, I'm <laughs> so confused. And then I said to him, uh, I feel like I can say this to you because he like, he says he's like polyamorous and he's like a therapist and like whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's polyamorous. I think he just wants to like fuck around for as long as he can with as many people. Mm -hmm. Like polyamory, and I could be wrong to the listeners. Um, I feel like is when you want like multiple relationships, right? Like yeah. I just think he wants to like do whatever he wants all the time. But so I was like, I feel like I can say this to you. Can we like go have some oral sex with each other? Yeah, I love that. That's perfect. I like can, can we like no sex sex but like everything else and he was like what do you mean by everything else um, I said I mean like all of oral like I don't know <laughs> if we're gonna be able to go through with the sex part uh let's go do that <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I'm like I'm just a weirdo like I don't flirt wait so did y'all do it no, because then he goes, well, I, I'm here with her. If we were in this city, like I would leave with you right now. He's like, unless you're interested in being a third. And I look at, it, it was like out of a movie. I look at him, Wow. I look at him and I go, listen, I'm never interested in a third. I'm just not that way. I've never had a threesome. I'm open about it. Like I just, I, I just haven't. Like it's not, I, I just, 
you know, I'm not comfortable, I guess, whatever. And yeah, I go, and yeah. if I was going to hook up with another girl and, a, and you or like, whatever, that would not be the lady that I choose. <laughs> and you know what he said? He goes, people are attracted to different things. He was so <laughs> diplomatic. The fact that he said things, <laughs> not people, things. Yeah. <laughs> of course, he texted after the weekend and he was like, see, if you were really drunk, it's okay, but I'm down to hang out. And I was like, I wasn't really drunk. It was a conscious decision, but I'm <laughs> a lot of talk and it had to have been done in the moment. I can't plan this out with you. Like I can't, it has to be spontaneous <laughs> in the moment. I can't, I'm too yeah. casual. It was spontaneous. I was into it. We could have done it then. We'll have oh. to see when we run into each other. He dropped the ball. He dropped the ball. Wait, so let me ask you this, because I'm always interested in this. Like, yeah. when it comes to, wait, first uh, pre-question, when's your last relationship? What was your last actual relationship? Uh, my last like serious official long-term relationship we lived to he lived with me we broke up about three years ago but I okay. was with somebody for the summer like last summer we were exclusive so I guess like okay. that was a short-term relationship yeah but the last long-term serious was three years ago mm -hmm. okay so when y'all broke up mm -hmm. you broke up with him or he yeah. broke up with you oh like, I, I broke was... up with him yeah Okay. So how did you break up? Did, were you direct and upfront or were you like led them into breaking up? Like they got the picture. Oh, no, no, no. This was direct. And he thinks at least at the time, who knows what he thinks, you know, now looking back, he thinks it came out of nowhere. Um, okay. But no, it was like, it was a horrific relationship. We, I was, I was, and you know what? I'll, in a, on a serious note, I I never knew before that breakup that you could be so desperate to like not be with somebody anymore and to like have your freedom back and be out of a toxic relationship and actually be so sad at the same time. Because I did love him. Um, yeah. At that, at one, you know, I, I definitely wasn't in love with him anymore when when we broke up. But I did like care for this person still, even if I didn't love him so much anymore, whatever. But like, yeah, I had never known that you could have both feelings at the same time, which is really interesting. Yeah, like, uh, <clears throat> you know, I, I grew up with like a, a single mom, so like Me too, a single yeah, mom. Yeah, hell yeah, we're the best, man. <laughs> We're so the best. Yes. <laughs> she, uh, the, the, the only draw is like me being her only son. Like she mm. didn't show me how to break up with women. She just told you how to treat them right? No, my mom in the, in a nutshell, whenever I brought a woman, she would always tell me individually, don't get anybody pregnant. Okay. It's good. It was either that or... Whenever I bought a girl I was dating over, she would always tell me in front of her that I need to get my life together. Oh. In the sense of like, get your life together so you can make this girl happy. That's nice. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that nobody could be good enough for her baby boy. Oh, no. 
everyone's good enough. I'm awful. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have siblings or are you an only child? Uh, I got two younger sisters. I was the okay. only kid, only dude, three women house. Oh my God. Was, so you must uh, be like the best boyfriend, except when you're not leaving after, right? You know, right <laughs> I, you know what's, I feel like I'm one of, I am like one of the best boyfriends, but I don't really know what the butt is. Because like I'd be really okay. into it. This like, is what it is. Just anybody. Yeah, but I give a lot. Mm-hmm. I give so much to the point where like I put myself on the back burner. Mm-hmm. And I realize like that's not a good thing. Like if I'm a I'm a cancer too. I'm a Gemini oh, cancer. I'm a cancer, Tori. I yeah. think we're kindred spirits. When was your <laughs> oh wait? I think we talked about that at that cheese boat show. Or I said that I was had a birthday coming up because it was like the day before my birthday. When's your yeah. birthday? Uh, June 21st. Oh, you're actually a Gemini Cancer cusp, my friend. Yeah, Gemini Cancer cusp. I know. Can you make good? De- can you make decisions or are you indecisive, like wishy-washy? Very indecisive. Okay, that's Very your Gemini. Indecisive. Very that's indecisive. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to like making people feel good, like I to the fullest yeah <laughs> that cancer but, um, nurturer mm-hmm. yep yep so which I'm is only like that in romantic relationships <laughs> like with friends Wait. i'm like normal are you are you dating right now like are you seeing someone right now or like what's, uh, what's I, i'm i'm dating around right now there's <laughs> um no, I'll tell you that it's it's a little. Because your Instagram stories doesn't tell me any. I find, you know what? I look at your Instagram a lot. Thank you. Yeah, like you I work on it. You have very, you have such an interesting lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> what way? Please elaborate. It's so much like a movie because, like, uh, to the to the people that are listening. Mm-hmm. On Instagram, you have this lifestyle where it's like, hey, look, I have my life together. And I also want to let you know that even though I'm brass text, I like to have a lot of fun. Yeah. But there's no lovey doveyness mm-hmm. up there. There's no you 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 don't be like, I can't look at your profile and be like, oh, that's her boyfriend. Oh no, because I don't have one. Yay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're, you're very, you, you're meticulous with your Instagram. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I work really hard on <laughs> it. And I have, I have a, um, um, a freelancer that I work with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I say that I work with someone so that you can know that I couldn't do this all on my own. Like, I, I, I want people <laughs> to be honest about stuff. Um, I work with a social media freelancer. Um, she's amazing. So if anybody ever wants to use somebody, get at me. I'll give you her info. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. So I don't have a boyfriend. Yes. So I, I started my Instagram literally after that breakup. Um, mm. So he was, oh, ugh, no, he was on there. Okay. I lied. Uh, I started my Instagram when I was with him, but I deleted everything. So yeah, okay. that relationship has been deleted from my Instagram. 
Um, and now I'm like dating. It's weird. It's weird having the podcast because um, this much younger man that I've gone out with a few times and, and he's wonderful. It's more that we, we actually talked about it. Like we're not in the same place. Like he's much younger yeah. and like, it's just yeah. like a little bit different. Um, I actually think he's like wonderful and he's totally going to listen to this podcast. But <laughs> he knows that like I'm going out on dates and whatever. I mean, it's it's not like we we've been talking or seeing each other for for a significant amount of yeah, time yeah. very recent but so it's interesting to like have instagram and have a podcast and like put yourself out there while you have like people in the back that are like watching what you're doing Mm-hmm. and like you're afraid to like so like i'll post a lot of ridiculous messages that i get on dating apps so now i feel like because i had this conversation with him i can post them again but anytime i start seeing someone start dating i like won't post those anymore and it's <laughs> it's like they're so funny like people are fucking out of their minds oh like, yeah seriously it's it's even this this isn't even anything to post but this guy was writing me and he wanted my phone number right away and i sort of hate that shit like because i yeah. need to know like do you have a job like i need to know some things before i give you my phone number <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, can you tell me a little bit? And and this is maybe something that that you might not know. <laughs> I love that you're still laughing. <laughs> this is a great funny episode. I'd like to know that important information. Um, but like what you may not realize because you're not Jewish in the Jewish community, unfortunately, and I'm, I'm trying to date a little bit outside of the Jewish community. I've dated anybody in the past, but like, I'm trying to find a guy that could potentially impregnate me and give me a Jewish baby. So I'm 38. (laughs) This is the problem. I I don't feel, I don't feel 38, but biology is not on my side. If I want to birth. Wait, so when you say you want a Jewish baby, you mean like, you're Jewish and the person has to be Jewish or is your Jewishness enough if the person is not Jewish? So by Jewish law, my Jewishness is enough, but I want like a husband and a Jewish home and like all that. Mm, okay. Yeah. But I have yeah. sort of branched out a little bit, but it, what's crazy, this is like, it, it's like energy is interesting. It's like, uh, since I started to open up and I was like, well, maybe I can find a great guy who just ha- isn't Jewish. And like, he has all the other things that I want. Well, I was talking to these guys and going on dates, like in March, April time with all mm-hmm. guys that didn't have anything in their profile about, you know, religion or anything. And they all are Jewish. <laughs> like, <my aunt laughs> Jewish. I'm like, Oh, um, uh, but like it, it's it's like you're you're trying to now I forgot the tip. what was I ever <laughs> I don't even remember but, <laughs> you're going off on tangents but like uh, oh the, back to the story so I wanted to know if this guy had a job oh what I was saying is that you might not realize that there are some Jews that are really big Trump supporters and like voted for Trump wow. yeah because he like care fake it's all fake he doesn't really care but he pretended to give a shit about israel okay so i have to sort of ask if someone is like too jewy it's like i need to know if they voted for trump because that's not going to work 
it's a fucked up thing that I feel like anyone outside the Jewish community like doesn't realize has happened since 2016. So mm-hmm. I needed to know this stuff. And then I, and then, and then he said he's liberal and I was like, wonderful. Okay. So I give him my number and he's like originally from Miami. So he then, I then hours later, I get a t- text from a, a number that I don't recognize. And it just says, hi. So I write back. Cause I don't know. I would just go, hi. And then if they wrote back again, I was going to be like, new phone, who dis? <laughs> but, but I was waiting to see. And I look up I look up the area code and I see that it's Miami and I can't remember who it is. And then I happened to open up the dating app like the next day. And I was like, oh my God, it's definitely that guy. Why the fuck would you just write hi? And then when I write <laughs> back, why wouldn't you follow it up with, hey, I'm blah, blah, blah from dating app, blah, blah, blah. Like, what the fuck? He wrote nothing. So clearly I'm never going out with him. I, I just like, like he's a weirdo. Like, yeah, what's wrong with you? Like, what, what I've learned from like being raised by women mm-hmm. is like, if you're a dude, like, okay. First, it's like, when did you lose your virginity? Uh, 17. Okay, cool. I was like, it's a normal age. Yeah, I was about like really normal. Yeah, fourteen, fifteen. That's a little young, but okay. Younger than what I, in retrospect, it should have been in the seventeen range. Mm -hmm. Because this particular girl who I lost my virginity to, her mom was also she worked. She was like the Mary Kay of like sex parties. Oh God. So I like watching porn and then also knowing that her mom was in charge of sex parties. I was like, yeah, just bring all that shit over here. Bring it all. Let's use it at 14 years old. But um, (laughs) the machinery that women have. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But um, yeah, he was just telling me all this stuff. I was like, yo, like she was basically inviting you to one, get to know the people that she fucks with and see if those people like you too. True. See how chill you are with her just hanging. Mm-hmm. Three, it's like, yeah, that's an invitation. Like, you got to real- realize the invitation. But to circle back to the breaking up thing, mm-hmm. first person that I broke up with, like, like, really actually broke up with it was really super hard because I was 19 at the time and I had my own apartment wow and the girl she was like really awesome she was really nice she was funny all that shit and the only problem was she introduced me to all of her family that week oh exactly I'm talking about the best timing mom dad grandma great grandma great aunt everybody Mm-mm. and the sex was great but I just didn't know how to tell her I didn't want to be in a relationship right so what I did and this is probably the worst thing if she listens to this she'll probably know that I apologize <laughs> you were 19 I will give you that whatever you're gonna say I'm sure you wouldn't do it now because that's the well, whole you... thing is that you're scared when you're young you don't know how to yes. do the right things you say that now, but <laughs> so I was like, how can I break up with this person? I drove to her house twice before I told her 
I was at her house because I knew I was going to okay. break up with her. Yeah. And I had drove there. Then I drove back home then drove back to her house and drove back home. Oh my God. And I was like, I don't know how to break up with this person. So I went to Target. Oh, that'll help. <laughs> and I was like, okay, this will be a good idea. I'll break up with her with a card. Okay. Bad idea. Bad decision. Bad, and it wasn't, it was a blank card. It wasn't like, happy birthday, but. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I got a blank card. And I told her everything how I felt. I was like, look, I'm sorry, but it's just moving a little bit too fast. I, what I should have told her verbally, I wrote it down. That's not terrible, though. You still expressed yourself. True. But I have that card, put it in an envelope, go to her apartment. I mean, go to her, her house. As soon as I pull up, her, her younger brother walks out of the house. Okay. And I'm asking, I'm like, yo, uh, where you headed to, man? Good to see you. Where you headed to? He's like, I'm going to the rec center. I was like, oh, you need a ride. So oh, I gave God. him a ride. But I have this such a procrastinator. <laughs> Doing every single thing possible to avoid this conversation. So I'm in the car and I go to the rec center. I'm like, can you give this to your sister? Oh, God. Okay. Bad. That's bad. Yeah, very very the worst thing i've ever done in my life give him this letter at the time i was working at applebee's and i call it black black applebee's because it was okay black people don't tip i'll just say that i'm black you're allowed to say that i'm not saying anything black, black people don't tip it's just what it is i mean if if you order a steak for you if a couple orders two steaks and I get tipped $1.79. Black people don't tip. Black people don't tip. I just, it's just what it is. So $1.79 is not appropriate on a two steak dinner, even at Applebee's. Exactly. <laughs> so I am working at Applebee's and the bartender, he's like, hey, there's a phone call for you. Okay. And I was like, okay, cool. No one calls me. Mm. This is probably someone that I gave a letter to recently. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm busy. I'm working the car side to go. I'm running around. It's a Friday. It's a weekend. And then the person keeps calling. And I keep declining. So then they call car side to go. Okay. It's the girl I sent the letter to. Of course. And she she goes, I can't believe that you did this. I I was around all of my family mm. when I got the letter. When I opened it, I was so excited mm. to hear what she wrote. Mm -hmm. And I felt so bad because in addition to her reading this in front of people that I've met that she's been like excited to introduce me to, mm -hmm. she also worked at that Applebee's. That's how you met? Yes. So how did that go <laughs> the next time you met? I quit. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was like, this is it. They always tell you, men always tell you how to get women. They don't tell you how to end a relationship. True. It's true. And I'll say in general, like, uh, you have to sort of just be as honest as possible. Like, you know, that's just the way it has to go. You just have to keep yeah. it real um, and be honest, you know, like, yeah suck but and I'll, even just not a breakup but even just like dating if you don't want to go out again just fucking say like like I said it on a different episode where it's like um if it's the one date and you never hear from the person again okay fine like nobody has to do anything but yeah. if I'm getting texts from a guy that I went on just one date with and he's asking to see me again I will not ghost him I will just respond and say hey you're a great guy I had a great time with you not interested in in having a second date i don't think we're a match so let me ask you this what are your deal breakers what is what is denise deal breakers my deal breakers um so i guess i am looking for a jewish man but like i'd be open to someone that like uh maybe doesn't care like and, and would be open to Judaism or at least having a part of it. Like, I don't know if I could be with someone who was like super into another religion, you know, that would be hard. Um, has to have like a job, some stability. Um, Cause I'm a lawyer by day, you know? So like, I, I, I'm not just, you know, trying to make it in comedy and cause I'm old. Like it, it's like, I've done a lot sort of you like keep saying you're old. I you know. better shut up. I know I have to stop, but like, I don't you even drink need baby's blood. Yeah. Like you, you, you know, where all the stem cells are at. Oh my and God. I wish. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. No, it's like, but like, um, kind. I want someone who's kind. I want someone who's thoughtful, um, my big thing, um, oh yeah, I was doing it as an icebreaker on Bumble for ooh, a while. Ooh. I was like, do you know how to mount a TV? And then it got sexual. Oh, I, I didn't mean it like that. They were like, no, but I can mount you. And I was like, no, I actually really meant you. <laughs> I, I want a guy that can take care of shit. And I don't mean like just handyman, like around the house. I just feel like, can you like not you know I, I guess it's like i i i've dated some, the crumbler the crumbler <laughs> who gave his dog away that was like the only thing he could do it's like he couldn't he would wake up in my bedroom and be like i'm really hot i'm really hot and i'd be like can you turn the air on like that if you can't press a button we cannot be together press a button. <laughs> wait um, so yeah. this is okay so this is down and dirty with Denise. Down You're Denise. I'm Tori. Let me ask you this. Sure. Um, have you, how often have you dated outside of your race? That is a hard question. I really haven't. Um, that is the truth. I can be totally honest about it. I mean, like when I was young in high school, in college, a little bit, because I would like hook up yeah, and like yeah, yeah. but I I had um uh most of my relationships have been with Jews I've been with some brown Jews you know that I'm down brown with. Jews oh holy yeah. shit oh I didn't know that existed oh brown and black 
statues everywhere. Um, I guess not. Bill Maher on a recent show, he said, not all Jews look like your dentist. (laughs) Um, I mean, like I love like um, a Mizrahi guy, a Mizrahi, like I'm Ashkenazi from Eastern Europe. Then there's Mizrahi and there's Sephardic. Sephardic is like originally from Spain, but then they all went to Northern Africa. So like Moroccan, Tunisian Jews. Yeah. Uh, Then the Mizrahi are like, uh, are the real Middle Eastern Jews from like Iran, Iraq. Like my mom's significant other is Iraqi. Um, Oh shit. Yeah, like, um, but I guess the truth, you know, we're being honest. The truth is like growing up a New York Jew, you're sort of in this like white Jewish bubble. Yeah, Um, yes, absolutely, yeah. But like, if there was a great guy, I guess my feeling is like, it's hard with dating apps because the dating apps yes. are supposed to be like, are you looking for someone who fits every single thing that you want? But if there was yes. a great guy that came along and had like a great education, career, had a sense of humor, yeah. was kind and thoughtful, um, and like was open to some Jewishness in his life. <laughs> but no i mean i i i i like yeah the problem is (laughs) you just changed (laughs) if you don't go on your dating apps and be like just looking for a guy that's open to some (laughs) jewishness in his life is that a good will i get all the guys then that is a man would read that shit and be like I fuck with her, yo. Like, she's <laughs> cool as fuck. <laughs> I get that a lot. Like, people are like, I've never met anybody like you. Especially, like, a New York, and, like, I grew up mostly on Long Island. A regular Long Island Jewish girl and I are very different. The single mama helps. That really gives you some humble... All right. I don't know if this is a sign of disrespect, but like, I would never have thought that you were from Long Island at all. I'll, I love it. But what about what I sound like? like you sound you like you're from, accent? yeah, I hear the accent, but you sound like you're from Manhattan. Nice. I'll take it. Yeah. Like upper, uh, upper west side, east side, whatever the de- designation is, but like that. It from 57th to like 91st. Okay. That's you. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I've been in the city a really long time. And I always say I'm a born and raised New Yorker. And then the friends of mine that actually grew up in Manhattan are like, no, you're not. And I'm like, no, I am. I was from Queens and Long Island. Oh, shit. I've been in the city for a long time. Yeah. When I, up until. Second grade, I, I was okay. on Long Island. But before that, I was in Queens. I was in Jewish private school that was super religious. And then I went to PS26 in Flushing for first grade. And it was like, oh, oh my God, culture mm-hmm. shock. Yep, yep. That's, it, that's, I always found that interesting with New York because in Virginia, all the high school, all the schools were named after like white oppressors. Like Thomas okay. Jefferson, George Washington, mm-hmm. Booker T. Washington, mm-hmm. uh, you know, whatever, whatever. Booker T. Washington was black, by the way. I don't know why I said that. But, <laughs> I was just but like in New, in New York, it's like 
there's so many children out here. We're just going to say PS and whatever number Public comes school, first. Yeah. Public school. Yo, that's what that stands for? Yeah. Public oh, school shit. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, it's, I'm it's, wrong. It's, I don't do fact checks on these things, but I'm pretty sure it stands for public school. New York, New York is definitely a, I, the best decision I've ever made. Best decision I've ever made. New York. Yeah. One of the things I found out about New York, like, like in Virginia, there's like a cap on hot, attractive people. Okay. But in New That's York, fair. I I live in Astoria. Every Ooh, time I, love, I turn I the corner, Astoria. Astoria, I will honestly, like, I just signed a lease out there like this month. I'll probably never leave Astoria. It's great. Yeah. It's the best. It granted, it takes you an hour to get anywhere downtown. Yes, me too, though. I'm up in Washington Heights. Same thing. Yeah, exactly. But like the food and the amount of attractive people is oh, it's, yeah. it's, cra- it's crazy. It's yeah. so crazy. So here goes to the question that I conclude with because it's about attractive people. If you could get down and dirty with anyone with no consequences, who would it be and why? Like down no, and dirty. Like no pregnancy, no STDs. If you were, you know, in a relationship, it wouldn't be cheating. It'd be a hall pass, whatever. Now, Denise, that that is a that is the hardest question I will ever answer. Why? <laughs> because there's like twelve people in that roster. Okay, get you can you can give me two if you want if that makes it easier. Okay, well. Halle Berry is okay. definitely up there. She's up there. Uh, Rosario Dawson. Oh, okay. Drew Barrymore. Interesting. Drew Cameron Barrymore. Diaz. Okay. Lopez. Selma Hayek. Okay. Every Not beautiful so much woman. Beyonce. Yeah. Every at, just there's even I recently watched uh, that movie Black Widow. Oh, okay. And Scarlett Johansson was like one thing for me. But there's this woman in there that plays Scarlett Johansson's sister. Oh, okay. And her name's like, I think it starts with an A, but her last name is like P-U-G-H. Oh, I know who you're talking about. And I'm blinking on her first name. She's dating Zach Braff. You know what's funny? Yeah. Zach Braff is Jessica Kirsten's brother. And she's one of my favorite comics in New York. Wait, 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 wait. First yep. of all, I lost my Braff opportunity in 2009 <gasps> when I was visiting Israel. This I lived in Israel also for for a little bit, but I was visiting there with my mom. And and I have friends that live there, but I was walking down the street with my mom in Tel Aviv and Zach Braff was walking towards me. Shut and up. I, Shut I up. my mom and I go, "Do you know who that was?" That was Shut the guy up. from Scrub, Scrubs and she was Scrubs. like, "He looks familiar." And I was like, "I literally go, should I go after him?" And my mom was like, no. And I was like, I lost my brat fraternity. Yo, 
Denise. That was your that was that that was your moment right there. I watched all of yeah, oh, man, Denise. I forgot about to, that. We have to go out and get drinks at some point. Yes. Why one of my best friends, her cousin is Donald Faison. The black dude from Scrubs. Yeah, he's married to Jessica first... Simpson's best friend. Yes, that's her first cousin. Like, oh my god! Wait, wait. Jessica Kirsten's brother is Zach Braff. Does everybody Absolutely. know this? A hundred thousand percent. Absolutely. I love her. Also. Absolutely. Huh. We gotta. We gotta get up. Uh, it's funny because I've seen her at the stand. And then I also saw her at Asylum Theater in New York. And when she, when she like watched, I follow her on, I follow her on every mm-hmm. social media yeah, platform. Yeah, yeah, she's amazing. And looking at her, uh, if you Google her, one of her siblings is Zach Graff. And she talks about that, but she doesn't talk about it in depth. Interesting, interesting. That's so... She is one of those comedians that is so fucking amazing and has been passed at the cellar for God knows how long, but like the average person doesn't know who she is and you can't yes. figure out that, how that happens. Oh, uh, but, but so actual comedian knows exactly who she is. Absolutely. A hundred percent. I fanned out one night at a club when, uh, it was me and two other black people, everybody else in the place was, white it was eight o'clock p.m at this club and we were dying laughing at her but everyone else were like we don't know what's happening right okay so she gets off stage and she comes to our table and she's like oh my god i don't know what's wrong with these people but you three made my night oh i love that she was nudging me. I was like, I'm on Comedy Central. I'm on Comedy Central. Yeah. She touched me. I'm oh on Comedy God. Central. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's when I'm like totally a fan. Like I just, yeah. Um, okay. So as we're wrapping up, do you have anything mm-hmm. that you want to plug for the people? Plug away at whatever you want. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, so I got a show on thursday at the stand at seven o'clock nice um it's downstairs it's a free show come through we got amazing people we got usama Siddiqui. we got courtney b we got jared schwartz who's also a jewish person yeah uh (laughs) he might be a little bit out of your age bracket but uh what is he like 24 yeah yeah but he yeah you know it's you know (laughs) but it's a show called mama's boy uh it's at the stand seven o'clock thursday it's gonna be dope show we got some amazing comics up there also even if you don't even watch the show if you just come through and just get a drink you'll be sitting next to a famous person come through um yeah man and then also I do shows with cool people like Denise, yo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for being here. This was so fun. Yeah.